What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, Stars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And friends, we are back with the Andor season finale discussion. And let me just say this before we get started. If you do hear the occasional fly buzzing around here, we are under attack at home yeah. one. Right? Clearly under attack. We have about 17 flies over in that window. Uh, Lottie is very disturbed. There's also stink bugs crawling around in our attic up here. <laughs> And she, she's so paranoid that she's actually bumping her head against the microphone. Uh, Constantly. She's constant vigilance. She is looking around to make sure we're good to go. Uh, but friends, hey, we hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're getting ready for a good uh, little holiday break. Uh, for those uh, for those of you, I guess, right here in, in the uh, in the States. What am I trying to say? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, Thanksgiving. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Turkey, ham, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All the good foods. Hopefully, you guys are able to enjoy and enjoy that. Uh, we're recording on a Wednesday, so it's the day before. We uh, didn't have school today, so here Yay. we are. Here we That's are. The best part about Thanksgiving. I know, right? It's a it little us, break. Yep, it's a break to give us time to give thanks. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be thankful. You and know, we what? actually are. Hey, yeah. Let's talk about what 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 are you, what are you thankful for? Oh, what, I'm. What are you thankful for, sweetie? This might be a little corny, but I am so thankful that I'm here and that yeah. I met you and um, yeah. that I can just be. That is know? so corny. Some people are. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I equally I, I, am happy that you're here. Okay. And I'm thankful okay. for you. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and I'm thankful for. No, I'm, I'm truly thankful for good food. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We have a lot to be thankful for. And, and that's the thing. It's uh, we sometimes I think we get uh, we start looking ahead. We start thinking about the things we want to get into, mm-hmm. uh, where we want to go in life. And it is a good moment to sort of stop and reflect and think about all the really cool things we have going on in our lives, the people that are in our lives, all that good stuff. Yeah. And it feels really, really good to take a moment and just be thankful for that. I mean, if you want to, you know, put a little Star Wars spin on this, look at all the stuff we have going on in Mm -hmm. Star Wars. It's crazy. Bad Batch news coming out. Mandalorian Season 3. There's an announcement on December 1st. That's, that's, we're going to get some, uh, maybe a trailer, uh, a release date, who knows. There was uh, news that Bob Iger is coming back to Disney, right, Mm -hmm. as as the CEO. Be thankful for that, I guess. I don't know. Depends on your opinion on Bob Iger. But yeah, I think most people were pretty happy about it. Uh, We have three Star Wars films planned from the year 2025 to 2027 wow that's in the news as well three so three is it gonna be a trilogy Pro- could be not really sure mm-hmm. uh that is some of the news that's out there you also have so you and i are waiting for hogwarts legacy game to come out that's gonna yeah. be out in uh just to start the new year so a few months away we'll be kind of streaming that over on harry potter hangout and shell cottage radio we'll be mm-hmm. talking about that there I-, I thought of that because jedi survivor the game that i want to play in star wars which is all about mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta 
kind of got to fill you in a little bit on that in yeah. terms of that story because it's happening along with Rebels now yeah. and and Andor. Um, and it's, cool. it's taking place before and around the time of Kenobi. So we'll have to do a little little talk on the timeline there and, and break all that stuff down. But mm-hmm. yeah, lots to be thankful for, truly. Yeah. And, you know, and I know, I mean, I think it's an, I think it's a good time to be corny and to tell your loved ones <laughs> that you love them. Yeah. I mean, here's something. We didn't, uh, we haven't done this yet. I, I thought I would maybe try to squeeze it in this weekend. Uh, we were going to take a look at, because we're doing our Rebel Rewatch, as you guys, hopefully you heard that episode, that was episode three and four we did last mm-hmm. time. And again, a lot of fun. We're excited for that. But we have the holiday special. <laughs> Life day, people. You know, things to be thankful for. Life. All right. <laughs> And, and celebrating it with uh, with our, our, our loved ones and friends and family and whatnot. So that is something I will be showing uh, Lottie over the holiday. And we'll do a little review on it. See what okay, she thinks. Cool. Yeah, it might be a little corny. You might. <laughs> so corny seems to be the theme of this episode right now. Yeah. That's okay, though. Uh, you know what wasn't corny, though? Yeah. Was and or the finale. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't right. It was. It was. Cr- no, it was. I thought you were going to say uh, Dedra and what's his okay, name. Okay, okay, okay. That was corny. I'm sorry. I take it. Take it. Take, yeah, I take it all back. I uh, thought they were going to kiss, and I thought, no, they can't. Please don't. Please don't. I Not kind of this. wanted it to happen. I know. To, me too. But then I said, it's that would feel very forced. Yeah, it was good. I bet you they filmed. <laughs> do you think they filmed it, the, the kiss? I bet you they did. And I they don't just know. It, it came down to the cutting board, and they're like, no. yeah, let's cut it right before. Uh, what'd she say? She's like, she's like, I should say thank you, but I know. he's like, you don't have to. Basically, they were saying like, she's like, I should say I love you, and he's he did the whole like <laughs> Han Solo. I know you don't have to say it. I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, that's exactly it's what they're going for. It's sort of the Empire version of that in a weird, <laughs> twisted way. My gosh. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, yeah. Let's dive into this. Is Rick's Road though? So Rick's Road episode twelve. Mm-hmm. Um. Just give me your initial sort of thought. What were you? What, what we just watched it literally five yeah. minutes ago. So how you feeling coming out of the the okay. finale? Can I change? So last week I gave you two words. Yeah, right? yeah. Give it me was, five. I don't care. Now it's I'm gonna just change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last week I said Marva lives, <gasps> and now I say Marva's legacy. Marva's legacy. Yes, yes. I thought for sure. Until they played that um, hologram thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure she's going to pop up. She's going to start the rebellion. She's still alive somewhere in the underground waiting to come up. For sure. I really, really have no clue about, I don't know, storytelling, film writing, I guess. Yeah. Because so, I was well, wondering it, last week, everyone else was like, yep, she's dead. They just accepted it. And I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, don't accept it, friends. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I'm with you. But she is kind of alive still. So. She is. And her legacy now lives yeah. on. And so that was a really interesting way. Because we were like midway through the viewing of it. And I said, I wonder if it's just going to be a flashback. And we're going to mm-hmm. see her talking about the preparation yeah. for this fight yes. or yeah. something that she was going to do. But she clearly was prepping mm-hmm. and paving the way. She was yeah. looking into the underground networks. How do we communicate without the Empire being all over us? How do yeah. we sort of stay connected and take back what is ours? I thought it was a really powerful speech. It was. You know? She even said, it's almost like I can see you. Well, I can see it, you know. Yeah, yes, it was It was giving me chills. And so I guess we're not going to go in any particular order, but we might just jump to that real quick because it was it was awesome. Everyone was listening. And here's the thing. The, the build up to this was mm-hmm. you had everyone there. 
right? Yeah. All the players that great. had been there, you had Cinta, you had Vel, uh, you had Cyril there, even, uh, what is his name, Sergeant Mosk or whatever, yeah. his guy is drinking yeah. at the end. You had him, just everyone. All the players were back and they were listening and some of them make it, some of them don't, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of wild. Yeah, it, it just, you, you felt like this this had been boiling the whole time. And finally we get to this this point where Marva gives a speech. Yeah. Earlier on, I, I now I now made the connection when he, uh, Clem, when he, he, he uh, Andor thinks back to his father yeah. and he sees the brick. He actually sees his father's brick and touches it there in the beginning. Because oh. I was like, what are they doing? What's he doing? And when they're bringing the brick, that's the, that's yeah. again, we're, these are the, the, these are the dead. These are, these are our loved ones who are now sort of, um, we use them in the stone, yeah. right? And they were to talking about sky and stone, stone and sky. Mm-hmm. And so they do the dead. She said this, Marva said, I yearn to lift you up. And again, yeah. I guess even uh, being in the foundation or being in the building itself yeah. does sort of lift those people up. And it is, it's just such an interesting thing yeah. culturally. Let me try to go through some of this. So she said, yeah, I yearn to lift you up, not because I want to shine or even be remembered, but it's because I want you to go on. And Bix is listening to that. She's like, I want Ferrix to continue, uh, which was good in my waning hours. That's what comforts me the most is that you guys would sort of go on. She's like, but I fear for you. Uh, we've been sleeping. That was huge. Yeah. That, that she kept repeating that we've fallen asleep and that mm-hmm. our guard has has sort of slipped. And this is how the Empire has been able to come in yeah. and, and take advantage of us. We just let us. it happen, yeah. We just ignored it once they were gone. Mm-hmm. We just lived, or kept on going. Yeah, exactly. And, so our she, business. and, and that's, it, there's this sort of um, transitional period. So you get the the early on stuff with Cyril and the corporate groups that were working, you know, out there doing sort of the empire's bidding and, and this in-between force. And then mm-hmm. now they're sort of seeing, OK, that was this we're, we were lulled out there. We were just sort of accepting that control. It didn't seem like it was the empire because they're using yeah. a different group. That's sort of what happens, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's like, I, I want um, or I'm sorry. Yeah. We've had each other and Ferrix, our work, our days. Uh, the whole time Andor was like sort of running around, you know, trying to find Bix to get her out of right. there. We've had each other and they left us alone, right? They We kept the trade lanes open and they left us alone. So as long as we were doing their bidding and as long as we sort of fit into their system, mm-hmm. you know, we took their money and ignored them, right? Uh, we kept their engines churning yeah so they fall on they fell asleep it was this whole like it very well it, it was a really good mm-hmm. articulation of how over the course of time their system has come under imperial occupation it's right. not this sort of like come in with invading yeah. armies situation but it's it's the economics it's the politics it's it's the drawing up of new sector lines and everything and she very well sort of they know it they've been talking about it sort of in small groups yeah. not out loud and this is a big moment she's a daughter of Ferrix, which i thought was awesome what'd you think of that society yeah. like they're kind of these prominent leaders here locally like down in columbus we have those groups people who mm-hmm. are a part of a club or a society and yeah. they are doing good work they're volunteering they're improving the community people look up to them and they work inside of those groups for humanitarian reasons and all that kind of stuff so i felt like that was part of the group that she she was in and she's just mm-hmm. well known everyone knew her and and yeah. really cassian it's crazy how he is found by her yeah and then you know raised by by by, by she and clem and then he's known throughout the community, but he's kind of a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he kind of end up, you know, it's he's he's an orphan who's then raised by her yeah. and has to figure his own way out. He gets into some of this um, 
I don't know, like this underground sort of network with yeah. Bix and gets involved in all this stuff, but she's a prominent citizen. It just was really interesting to kind of see how all this um, played out. But yeah. Yeah. So so I guess, yeah, any other just sort of thoughts about that speech or, or Marva and her influence over over um, yeah. all these I, events? So in connection to the speech, we also heard, um, what's his name? His his memoirs or oh, his oh nemec nemec yes we heard his uh d- was he record so did he write a book write it down or did he record it I, well he definitely or, he definitely recorded it so yeah. that was sort of his um his voice that was that was sort of um, okay. playing so we heard him actually yeah. reading his own um manifesto yeah manifesto yeah, yeah yeah so i'm sure it's like recorded cool. there for for reading and right mm-hmm. like so it could play out loud and it was his voice and, and it totally tied in yeah. with uh then marva's speech where she talked directly to the people that yeah. Was awesome. yeah yeah let me see if i can go back and find his mm-hmm. manifesto earlier and, and and pull up some of the dialogue there because it's like cassian is on the ship he's he's is uh he's come back to ferrix here we go um right here remember that the frontier of the rebellion is everywhere so mm-hmm. he's reading it but it's also playing out yeah. loud really cool how they actually have yeah. like almost like um what we do for the podcast when we want to make like a little yeah uh visual spectrum sort of thing they're just playing the little audio right i don't know that was kind of cool anyway uh yeah so even the smallest act of insurrection pushes our lines forward uh so he's just reflecting on that um the thunder's rumbling outside mm-hmm. and, and cast is sort of like okay uh let's see the imperial the imperial need for control is so desperate because it is so unnatural yeah uh tyranny requires constant effort mm-hmm. and so it was just yeah again he is as, as we thought all along andor is listening to that he's inspired by his his mother yeah. wasn't there for her went off and was just going to spend all of his stuff he's yeah. with another you know woman on some vacation planet yeah. gets caught by the empire gets sent away faces some of that um, harshness in, in in the work camps in the prison gets out and then his mother's passed away. Yeah. Nemec died for this cause. Aldani. Mm-hmm. He knows he's he's sort of not, hasn't really adopted or bought into all these things that yeah. Luthen, uh, Vel, Sinta, Nemec, uh, his own mother. They're fighting for this cause. He mm-hmm. has just been a scoundrel, sort of out there trying to cut make, out cut out his own space. Yeah, yeah. make money to escape. Really. Yes. And yes. I loved when he went and got Bix and he said, wasn't she great um, about Marva? He, ca- he oh, comes yeah. in to Bix yeah. and, and I don't know if she asked him, have you seen Marva or did you see the speech? And he's like, yeah, wasn't she great? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was so cool. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It's so cool because Nemec and Marva, I'm glad you brought him up because both of their words are really living on through Cassian yeah. and through yeah. other individuals. You know, sh- so I feel like he Cassian is going to become a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Right. And that's something. Oh, I've, oh man. What was that? Where Clem in the flashback was either talking to Cassian or oh, it was what. Um, Oh, what his what his friend had said to him about what his mom said. Let's let's skip to that. Remember when he came? They met down in the tunnels or whatever, mm-hmm. and he wanted to meet up with. Is it Brasso? I think is his sure. name. The big the, the, <laughs> the big guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, who was carrying her her stone or whatever? Yeah. So yeah, they're they're kind of out there. They meet up. They hug, and uh, he had a kind of a final message. And it, here's something interesting too. The the ISB was watching her house so closely that they knew. Um, that it wasn't him, right? That they were they were tracking him to to figure out where he was going and and trying to figure out if there was you know any connection back to 
to Cassian. So he's just telling, yeah, you shouldn't be here. Why would you come back? He's like, last time I saw her, we argued, we fought. Um, I told her I was coming back. I should have never left that morning. And, and Brasso saying, stop. Yeah. Right. You know, she told me that you would say all that stuff. She knew Marvin knew all of these, all these different things. Um, and so he, he, she said, okay, here we go. Tell him none of this is his fault. She, she, <laughs> it was, it was already yeah. burning. He's just the first spark of the fire. Tell him he knows everything he needs to know and feels everything he needs to feel, mm. right? And when the day comes and those two pull together, he will be a, an unstoppable force for good. That's what she says about her son. Like she's talking about the idea that he has all those feelings, everything that he yeah. needs. It's all there. Um, it, all the ingredients are, are sort of in, in the bowl. And it's it's ready. But she passed away, and she never knew that it was him on Aldani, right? Yeah, I wonder if she didn't suspect. You know what I mean? Okay. If if she didn't sort of put some pieces together, he comes back with a lot of credits. Yeah, Aldani just kind of happened. Hope. Yeah, we kind of hope even that if she didn't. E- even if not, it. I, I still don't think it takes. T- I mean, yeah, it would be, it would have been nice if she would have known. Yeah. I guess yeah. directly, but um, yeah. She says this, I love him more than anything he could ever do wrong. I love him more than anything he could ever do wrong. God, that hits hard. Yeah, right? I, it's or just, hits home. Both. Hits both. <laughs> both. Uh, he's getting emotional, teary-eyed. Again, the acting in this was was awesome. Yeah. The, the people who were moved by her, I felt it, right? I was, yeah. as she was speaking, and as he's delivering these lines, you're like, man, this is heavy. And it was really the dialogue that that was driving all of this. Mm-hmm. So it's like what Nemec is saying. It's what Luthen had mm-hmm. said to Lonnie before. It's what Luthen said to Cassian in the beginning. Um, it's what all of these characters are saying. It's so, so really what we say matters, right? And yeah. what, what you put out there and what you stand for is a big deal. Yeah. So that's kind of what, it, it's not like there was somebody out here who was leading and, and winning all these wars and was this big war hero and we're going to get behind that one person because they did something correct. No, they all have ideas yeah. and they have thoughts. It's, it's, I mean, studying history as I am right now, it's sort of this enlightened idea. Yeah. When, when Nemec is talking about freedom, mm-hmm. he's like, that's a pure idea. Yeah. That's a pure idea and never forget that. Don't forget mm-hmm. that that's, that's allowed. Yeah. Um, the idea, it takes constant control and energy to work against something that's not natural. Like yeah. that's a naturally, we've, we've learned that, right? This, this, this in our history books is that mm-hmm. it's a natural right. It's, it's, yeah. it's something that and we something all should be you know, in, entitled to. Be thankful to. for. And to be thankful for. Honestly. Yeah. 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 So really, just really good, rich dialogue mm-hmm. in, in this episode. And it really, um, I remember I said to you a couple times as we were watching it, I was fired up. I know. I was like, let's go. And it actually felt more real. Didn't it? it didn't feel it like did. there was anything super crazy, su- you know, because yeah. I, I was saying last episode, like, oh, where's that Ahsoka Tana showing yeah. up? Or where's some crazy, you know, big drop? No, these are our characters. Mm-hmm. You're showing us sort of a spark of the rebellion. Yeah. We've seen another rebel cell in, in Rebels, which you and I are covering. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you will continue to see how that turns into a fire. Yeah. You're going to see how that just, that spark is lit and then mm-hmm. boom, fire. <laughs> and that's all in the Lothal system. Now, this has been all around Morlana, Ferrix, mm-hmm. this this system here. And you've got a fire now. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. The, the 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 planet's on fire. People will hear about this. They throw a bomb. There's there's mm-hmm. there's gonna be Imperial casualties. Uh Ferrix yep. is going to rebel. So the rebellion will continue on as Andor leaves and all this kind of stuff. And he's now even at the end going to Luthan and he says, like, kill me. 
Yeah. He gives him the options. You came to kill me. Now do it. Right. Or either take me in, kill me or take me in. Yeah. And I think it's that like, really, he looks down Luther and sees that gun's loaded. Yeah. I have the I can. Yeah. He's being serious. Mm-hmm. He really means it. He, and that's that sort of I think Cassian Makes knows. Think. Yeah. 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 He knows who he's dealing with. Yeah. Right. Because he's sort of like this is a guy who is dealing in. I mean, like the Sith do, dealing in absolutes. Yeah. I mean, sort of like this is, it's either this or that. He's already mm-hmm. talked about that sunrise that he's fighting for that he's mm-hmm. never going to see. Yeah. And Cassian is sort of saying, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Because we need to do more and we may have to be, um, yeah. like this is the catalyst for, for yeah. everything m- moving forward. So. And he's seen, I mean, his, his mom passed passed away and then he's seen Bix and the state she's in. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think all of that, and uh, it, you know, on top of everything he had to go through the past, I don't know what the time uh, time frame is here. Oh, so with the with the prison many, and stuff. Was he there for a yeah, couple we, months? Couple or? months, yeah, at least, if yeah. not half a year, maybe. Yeah. This is Something definitely like that. this is definitely spanned. I think they said this season was supposed to span about a year. Okay. Of of his life, and we were going to see different moments throughout that year. Yeah. And that makes sense with the prison. You saw a lot of time lapses happen. Yeah. Uh, he get you know we, they just do sort of a quick like he all of a sudden is really good on on the mm-hmm. on the table right. putting yeah, stuff tr- together. Tr- so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we know he spent a lot of time there, yeah. but yeah, you're right. I mean, and, yeah. And I love the fact that they started it on Ferrix and they ended it on Ferrix mm, mm-hmm. and they also had the theme of, you know, rhythm and music oh, as yes. a, as a like sign of unification. Un- they're unified, stand unified against the empire. Yeah. Yes. Which was awesome. So am I wrong? Or did you think that when they said it was going to start at like uh, two hours past noon? Yeah. Uh, but they started at noon. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, they basically yeah, were yeah, like, I this is, was... we told you when we're starting. Yeah. And, and they just assumed that no they were discussion. going to. Yeah. So that is almost a silent little way to, to, to rebel. Yeah. To sort of say, no, we said we're doing it noon. Yeah. You said two. We said noon. Mm-hmm. So here we go. And, and and they're off and rolling. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is, this is that's that's a little thing that sort of, it fits right into this whole narrative of what these people are about. Yeah. And they said 30 people, yeah. right? And how many were on that street? 60, 100? Everyone, everyone was it out there in the like town. A, yeah, Every, the whole like town had come. There. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, credits to that guy who rang the bell the whole time. And then he, oh, <laughs> he thought he was going to be shot by the stormtrooper, but he just kicked him off. Right, of there. right. And, and you can tell how driving that music is because the main like empire mm-hmm. commander or whoever he said stop him like this is what shut that down you know yeah. it's like my my aunt she does uh dragon boat um mm-hmm. like you know uh what is it called rowing rowing yeah. yes yeah and they do the whole like rhythm thing right where they oh yeah have yes the, um like the cadence yes. and everything and yeah and like the driving so force yeah strong i mean if you have to every every musician out there knows it but that rhythm that music that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it can be i mean it can make the difference even you know, when you go work out or or in sports to get fired up everyone does that well, listens to music that will fire you up and yeah also and that's yeah. the same kind of sorry yeah theme or spirit that that they try to get across here and i mm-hmm. thought it was great sorry go ahead no 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 for sure yeah i was gonna kind of um piggyback on that like mm-hmm. when you think about what one of my favorite shows like Oh, I don't know if they they did it in Braveheart or not. But even if you have an army uh, on foot and they're moving, they'll sort of march to a song. 
Yeah. There'll, there'll be a cadence, right? And our military, when they run and they go on their jogs oh, yeah. and they do stuff, they'll do those chants and they'll do those things. And we have bands that, that play yes. or someone's out there, a drummer in the band, and they were, they were doing mm-hmm. the cadence and getting the march down and getting, you could feel it. It starts yeah. to kind of conjure something in, inside of you. Yeah, they did that very well in yeah. Andor, which was, yeah, that was, that was, that was cool to see. So. Yeah. Um, Okay, a couple questions. Time mm-hmm. for some questions here. What do you think is going on with Cinta and Vel? Vel just seemed kind of out of it, like she wasn't yeah. really committed. To, I don't know what was going on. No, I think. Is she? Just, I think she was shocked that Cinta put the mission above everything else, even their yeah. relationship, everything. Yeah, yeah. And I think she was disappointed by that a little bit, even though she she's totally in. She's a rebel. She's she wants to do this. She wants to be part of this. But I think the uh, relationship with um, Cinta meant more to her. Mm -hmm. And I think she was disappointed by that, yeah. Yeah. I kind of am starting to see a little bit of a theme in terms of like the type of people who are so committed to the cause Mm -hmm. that they are unable to really have a normal life. And they've basically said, we're going to forego that. You know, whatever is left over afterwards, sure, Vel, we can have that relationship. But everything Mm -hmm. else that... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What I have has to go yeah. into this, and then whatever's yeah. left over is for us. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's, that's sort of, it, it teeters close to what Luthen is sort of talking about. And Cassian seems to be going that way. Like Brasso says to him at one point, hey, take care of yourself. And he was like... Mm-hmm. He's like that. That time's over. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. No. Um. Yeah. So they're True. they're not preserving that type of um. Yeah, th- th- that's not the type of rebellion that they're looking to get into. They've they've mm-hmm. got to go almost dark. Yeah, you know? it's almost it's, not. It's it's not about you and me anymore. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the the cool thing is, and what I think is is neat, and what plays out over the course of this rebellion, sort of forging and and and, and coming to be, is that you have some people who don't want to lose sight of of that, of, of mm-hmm. you and I together or yeah. love or friendship or whatever, like the, the Rebels yeah. group, right? When we watch Rebels, you can really feel oh, we're yeah. a family. And it's yes. a different type of Rebel cell. Yeah. And you'll see later on in that when we get to the end of season two, maybe even beginning of season three, you start to see other Rebel cells and you're like, ooh, they don't fit our vibe. We still need mm-hmm. to work together and work through our differences. Yeah. But you guys are a little more radical. We're, yeah. we're trying to... Like we want to live beyond this rebellion where I, I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. it's a different vibe. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It, it just made me think a little bit about also the Jedi, you know, how they, yeah. um, oh, I'm so sorry. I was struggling with names all the time. Oh, you're fine. Mace Windu Describe, and yeah. Mace Windu. that we saw in, in oh, 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 and Tales Count, of Count the Dooku. Jedi, Count, Count Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. They totally have different ideas and they True. still have to get along somehow. And we see... That the you know the, it's almost like yep they have a darker side, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and the the rebels have rebels that have a darker side in them yeah and they have a different philosophy but also it is kind of necessary to to drive the rebellion to where it's at now right now yeah it's sort of uh, there's a, there's a, there's different beliefs on what we should do and how we should you know go about it for example like with Anton Krieger there's a moment where oh, yeah. the the 
cab driver, the the the, the I don't know, whatever, their transport driver, right. um, shows up to ISB and is actually reporting on Perrin and Mon. Mm-hmm. And they're actually kind of celebrating, hey, we got Anton Krieger and his people massacred, like yeah. Dunzo. We know that Luthen and uh, Saul mm-hmm. basically shook hands and said, we're going to let him die. Yeah. Now, I can tell you right now, do you think Kane and Jarrus would have no. said that very Harrison Dula? No. No, no, no. So Mm-mm. you've got different groups inside of the rebellion that are yeah. um, going to find different ways. Yeah. Now, not everybody's perfect and we make mistakes. And there's right. moments where Ezra is sort of like, I'm not sticking my neck out for people. And then he learns along yeah. the way. Like, you know, there is a better way. There's there's always a way. And we got to fight for that and not give up hope. Even even if we we tried to save him and we didn't because we, did, we weren't willing to risk exposing Lonnie. But we yeah. tried uh, another route that was risky still to exposing mm-hmm. our identity or the fact that we have an ISB agent yeah. like there's still there's some risk but you could yeah. have I know you, you mm-hmm. could have and you could sort of tip Lonnie off and sort of say they may be coming for you and we'll find another way yeah you know what I mean yeah. so they basically said Lonnie's more important than all of these mm-hmm. men's lives yeah. and it's sort of like no Lonnie could help us there's another way yeah so but they don't see it that way, yeah. right? They, yeah. they they don't. And so you would just have different opinions and different ideas as to which way we could go yeah. in this rebellion. And I think it's kind of cool. That is one of the things I've seen online where people are sort of like, I don't know that I like this. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you have Luthen and you have Saul uh, doing things that we're not so sure about. You even have yeah. Mon Mothma yeah. kind of considering this oh, betrothal. Yeah. We, we see her struggle so much with that decision. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's almost like she she also says, I don't have a choice. I'm in so much trouble. Right. I don't know how to get out of this. And she also puts the cause of the rebellion and herself in some way above her mm-hmm. own family. family. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I'm, what I'm thinking, you guys out there let me know. Again, we just watched this, so we'll definitely do a follow-up episode in terms of all your guys' transmissions and thoughts and what you guys think on mm-hmm. and or season one. Would love to do that as we get ready to kind of balance into other things like the Rebel Rewatch and whatnot. But I want to I get your, your thoughts on this. Why do you think that Mon... Okay, or, or I guess I should frame it this way. Did you guys not think that when the gambling conversation presents itself... There's your out. Yeah. That's how Mon can sort of, maybe she's actually doing that. Maybe she mm-hmm. is instead of sacrifice. I thought, okay, she's going to, instead of going through with this betrothal process, mm-hmm. she's going to use Perrin, who she's not in on good terms with and is right. embarrassing her and sort of saying, sorry, it's an embarrassment. It's a little black stain in our family. My husband has a gambling problem. Yeah. Maybe we won some money or he loses some money. So, somehow you use that to kind of, I, you know, I don't know, like fix some of your financial troubles by saying, here's a legitimate reason. And it's not a yeah. good one. It's gambling and we're sorry. We know it's wrong, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But it, ha- it, it, distance you, it distances you from the right. rebellion. Right. Right. And that's her whole thing is sort of like, I'd, I'd rather take a hit there, mm-hmm. um, like, like a social life hit, yeah. essentially, and not put myself closer to the rebellion and right. then not have to use my daughter uh, in this betrothal thing, but they went ahead with that. I know they, yeah. And do you think so? Two things. Do you first, first of all, think that she made that up, and that she's that he is not really gambling, but she, that was her way of just make, yeah. coming up with something because he's so. I don't know. He's he, like, he no, seems, I'm not. I'm he not. Seems I'm legitimate. actually not. You're yeah. being lied to, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. That I actually kind of believed him. I that's yeah. a really good point. I thought maybe she did make that up. That could have been something that happened in the past that she's trying to conjure up and thinking. Yeah. Really, I got to dig deep here. I got to yeah. think for myself, and I can't rely on Luthen or or Tay 
uh, or, right. or, or anyone else. I've got to figure out a way forward. And so she brings this up knowing full well that the driver is mm-hmm. going to yeah. report oh. it. They know. Yeah. She knows. So she asks for privacy and she right. <laughs> she's playing a game. Yeah. So that is something that I think they're going to carry into season two. And I just kind of mm-hmm. want to get your guys' thoughts, theories, you know, that you maybe have on what Mon is doing. Mm-hmm. And would she let this betrothal go forward? It, it, does she think maybe that her daughter needs to sort of see how this life is not? I was going to say it because it seems like her daughter is not opposed to to all of that. She she yeah, really likes the, traditions. the tradition. Yeah. She like, and yeah. she, I don't know if she didn't really let anything slip in her face, but I want, I kind of wanted her to even, mm-hmm. I don't know, felt like she was going to smile or like she did not show you that she was, you know, Against disappointed or, yeah. or opposed to the idea. Yeah, for sure. So I think her daughter has, again, her parents, I mean, just the way, She's been raised. This is yeah. this is her parents. Yeah. So whether it's functional or not functional, I think maybe she thinks I can make a better way of it than my mom and dad did. Right. I won't. I wouldn't. Because you wonder what parent is saying to her. Because she mm-hmm. seems to have a really good relationship with her father. Yeah. And it's almost sort of like maybe he's blaming Mon a yeah. lot for what has gone on. I mean, they used to love each other, and she's thinking, "Oh, I won't let that happen. I won't be yeah. like my mother. I can do better than she did, etc. Whatever." So yeah, but she definitely feels like she's involved, or she appreciates their culture, their their way of life, their traditions, that kind of stuff. And again, Marva is is talking about that as well. It's a unique conversation in in a galaxy because they all yeah. have different beliefs and, and cultural values and, and ways of life that some of us are sort of like, wait, what? That doesn't really fit in with with what we believe. Right. But those customs still exist. They exist in different countries, and we have people yeah. who. Like even come to America with arranged marriages and stuff, and yeah. or they're here, and that's still happening, just mm-hmm. not like out loud in front of right. our publicly. It's but it is happening behind closed doors. Yeah. So it's interesting that they that they brought it up, and it, it's a thing that's going on uh, for her daughter. So yeah. yeah, I don't think though. I think she's trying to let her. I don't even know why this is go, why this went forward, unless it's just mm-hmm. flat out she's in that much trouble, and she says I'll at least entertain the meeting. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's a guaranteed thing and and her daughter's going to figure this out on her own yeah right and it's also not guaranteed that they take the you know the lie about the or we don't know if it's an actual lie but the thing with the gambling we don't she doesn't know for sure if they're yeah how that's going to play out right Yeah, if they're um if they believe that yeah yeah so uh, i guess yeah maybe she needs to set up like realistically needs to set up a Mm. a couple different pathways to make sure that she's okay yeah yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, okay, other questions here. Um, let me think through here. At the very end, we end up with the guy, the the shopkeeper who was killed. So Bix is interrogated, and the guy before her, he basically doesn't make it. But that's right. his son, I believe, who threw the bomb, who was making yeah, the bomb yeah. the whole time in the shop. And I was like, who is that? I couldn't remember. And I think that is the guy who, because he, he looks at his father, the hollow that's playing yeah. on his desk there is is of yes. his father. I believe, or the shop mm. owner. So, did he survive? Did we he survived. see him? He was on the. On, I on thought he was Bix's, a goner. Yeah, me too. I, he, yeah, I he's on it was the ship. A suicide mission. Yeah. Yep, he's on the ship. He throws that bomb and uh, it goes off and, and hits all their equipment and everything, and causes a lot of chaos, which felt kind of like what it would be. It's not a super organized rebellion. It's just a crowd yeah. coming together saying, this is wrong. This is not right. We don't have mm-hmm. any weapons. They're gunned down. They're mm-hmm. unarmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one person threw sort of a bomb in there, and then yeah. and then they're thinking that it should open fire on it's everybody. Chaos, yeah. yeah, just straight chaos. Uh, Dedra almost dies. Oh, yeah. So 
Yeah, that was crazy. But he makes it out. And so he definitely is um, a part of the crew. And I feel like he's going to be maybe a bigger player in season two or, or at least be mm-hmm. around and and join up with this group. So because let's talk about kind of going into uh, in between season one, season two, what's happening. Cassian mm-hmm. clearly is recruited by Luthen is now in. Hey, we're not yeah. killing this guy anymore. He's committed to the cause. Whereas before yeah. he wasn't. I yeah. think Cassian can accept. So yeah. I know you're laughing because it's like, hey, I know you just were trying to kill me, but no, we're let's, friends. Be friends. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's be friends. Let's be friends. But that's the relationship Luthen has with Saul Guerrera yeah. as well. They they kind of had that back and forth. And, and now he's demonstrated that, hey, I'm with you guys. Yeah. You you heard my mom's speech. I think Luthen was moved by that speech. Mm-hmm. Did you did you not get the like the facial yeah, he expressions? Yeah, stood there. Yeah, and, transfixed and, yeah. a little yeah. bit and and got caught up in the moment and got caught up in the mm-hmm. speech. I think if if you could get inside his mind a little bit, he's thinking, "Ooh, this is this is the kind of stuff. These yeah. are the the waves, the ripple effect that I wanted, and it's yeah. spreading. Yeah, it's happening. So in an unexpected way, uh, I think he's starting to see the how quickly this is this this could spread to other systems yeah. and stuff so yeah that was kind of neat but they're friends i mean they're they're good to go now he goes there to settle things with luthan because he could sense and feel that he was being tracked and that mm-hmm. there was a lot going on here at his mother's funeral because he would come he's smart you know yeah. cassian's smart enough to know that if he comes back here people are looking for him oh luthan is there's no other reason for luthan to be there right yeah. for, at his mother's funeral and all this kind of stuff and so that's yeah. that's <laughs> That's telling. So they, they they set things in order. Um, the group that goes on, Brasso and those guys, and it looks like there was a lady from the daughter of uh, Ferex, one of those members mm-hmm. perhaps, who was there uh, taking the survivors to some moon that, that Andor had had mentioned. He said, take them here, yeah, fly yeah. low, uh, the whole, then climb and all this stuff. Uh, I You think they're going to go rendezvous? I would yeah. imagine he's going to, because she said, right, Bix is like, he'll find us. Yeah. Cass will find us. Yeah. And I think he's going to, and I think they're going to kind of come in as and work as maybe their own group, mm-hmm. sort of like what we saw Val and Senta doing with Nemec, yeah. and like, he's going to kind of lead maybe his own group, and they're going to start to kind of operate. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Do you think Val and Senta are going to be part of that too? They might because they've sort of lost their own. Well, they just, it's just the it's just them, right? Yeah. Uh, the group they were working with is gone. They've done their their job there mm-hmm. on Aldani. And Sinta truly is is committed. I yeah. wonder if like Vel is it, it comes from a, a position like very high in society, in galactic society. Yeah. I wonder where Sinta comes from and if Sinta is well placed and is maybe a, a potential. I mean, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, we don't know anything about her. Yeah. Just says that her family was killed by stormtroopers. So mm. she definitely maybe not. Maybe maybe they just fell in love. And it's it's one of those things where. Yeah. Um, so, sort of like Han Solo, Leia reversed. You know, yeah. Han is sort of a scoundrel, but <laughs> Leia is a princess yeah. from Alderaan. Uh, so you've got Vel, who's sort of from, uh, not not royalty, but from a higher up family. Yeah. Yeah. And Sinta's not as much. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're going to be a part of it as well. I think they're going to work right in there with Andor. And we're going to have some people make it, some losses. But they say season two is going to lead us right into Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to lead right in there. So this was all starting, I think, five years prior. So we get this year. We'll flash forward a couple of years, I feel like. And then mm-hmm. we're going to roll right in with some some top secret missions or something else that's going on. Maybe they lose Luthen. I'm not sure. But I thought Luthen was going to be mm-hmm. a goner by the end of this. I didn't yeah. think he was going to make it. See, a lot of things were pretty unexpected. I thought Marvel's going to show up again. You thought Luthen is going to get killed. Mm-hmm. I thought we get... I mean, that... 
probably not after watching the last episode because that would have been a lot to put in just one episode. But I, I kind of was hoping we get more in season one of um, um, young Cassian and his story. Because mm-hmm. it felt like they started it and, it and they never... It was a big part. Like it went back and forth for the first what one, two, three episodes. And then they just stopped it. So I'm hoping they will. We will get closure there a little bit more information about that. What happened? Um, hold on. We gotta pause for a second. Why? There is a post-credit scene that we did not watch. Oh no! Oh, is it about my that? gosh! Okay. We have so it, it kind of well, confirms a fan theory. So we're gonna take a quick, whoa, whoa, whoa. quick like <laughs> two-second break. We'll be right back while we watch this. And we're going to fill you guys in with our thoughts. <laughs> Didn't even notice that was there. I just, I looked up like uh, a thing. It's Oh my goodness. Okay. What if everything we just said is. It's just either right or n- it's out the not, window. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. One second. We'll be right back. So you might have to come around here. Okay. And you can just keep your headphones off because. And take a look at this. Not sure. And we'll sit there. We're at 40, so we'll just finish this up and then we're good. There we go. Those are the pieces from the prison. Oh, good call. Oh, it's the Death Star. Probably. Yeah. Or what is it? Yeah, that's the, like the... Frame of it, right? Yeah. They're working on the Death Star project. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Are <clears throat> we still recording? Yep, still okay. recording. So you just cutting it out? Yeah. Okay. So the Death Star. Okay, uh, I guess we should we should uh, you know watch the post credit scene. That uh-huh. was pretty cool and good call because you said those are the tiles, the the things yeah, that things they that produced in that prison. Right, right. I think and I, and, and I think several people out there too were saying that as well, and, mm-hmm. and it looked like a lot. Of, I mean, it makes a lot of sense that it's sort of yeah. top secret. There's right. a there's an urgency. We know the time period. It's super secret, and no one was getting out of there. Yeah. So once we figured out that no one was getting out of those prisons, it's sort of like, oh, maybe what they're working on is super mm-hmm. top secret. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyway. And important. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's wild. So we, we basically saw that uh, Cassian was making pieces and those mm-hmm. those prisoners were making pieces that, that fit the- Isn't uh, that crazy? The Death Star. So yeah, if you guys missed that and you didn't see the post credit scene, go check it out. I only saw it because I pulled up like an article real quick mm-hmm. just to sort of see if there were any other crazy thoughts out there on, on Andor on, on the finale. And there's one of them right there. So, uh, okay, yeah, nothing major there. I just feel like, yeah. so now going into season two, it does make me think we've, we've shown the Death Star. We know Rogue One is all about mm-hmm. the Death Star, the Death Star plans, and Cassian's yeah. legacy, he and Jen Erso, yeah. that's their big legacy is that they, they get the Death Star plans. Galen Erso's working on it. We're going to do a review of Rogue One just to sort of get, um, really to refresh you and I think to refresh myself. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'd like to go back and watch Rogue One, the movie, and see where this is all going to lead to. Yeah. Right. So that'll be kind of fun, and we'll actually see a couple, like Melshi, for example. Melshi is is on the crew. 
that oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. so we're gonna see some characters from this and kind of maybe yeah. uh, speculate as to who's who whatnot so right yeah that was that was pretty cool yeah i'm just wondering if we ever find out also anything about andor's sister yeah marva know? basically said to let it go that so you think nothing... that was it like that was the closure he, she's not alive she's she didn't make it okay. i think so okay i think so but i wonder you know because that's, that's his whole thing he's still looking for her and yeah she, i was want. No. maybe she doesn't know maybe she just is maybe she assumes she's just assuming hey we've we've not found her she's not found us uh the, the yeah. odds of her getting off that planet i don't know i i i, I was hoping there would be something more to that and we would see his sister live on or something and it can know be. about her brother's legacy and stuff I so. just thought about it. It can't be um, Cinta, right? Because she's her parents were killed by stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, yeah. And, and you feel like they were old enough that he would recognize her. Yeah, she, and they don't seem. Saw. Yeah, they, they don't seem like they come. No, there's no hints that would. Mm-mm. Okay, I was just trying to think if. Yeah, like anything. have we seen her? Is she someone who is going to show up? Yeah, yeah. I it felt like just like you, you, you and I are. This is what I love is that we're always looking for extra little kind of um could this happen is marva still alive yeah. is luthan actually a sith lord you know <laughs> is is he a jedi temple guard all these different yeah. things and those may come out in season two but they definitely did the slow burn mm-hmm. showed us the the spark here on on Ferrix and the rebellion and cassian getting involved in all that but i yeah because i'm hoping for things like all right does cassian and bix have do they get together and have some some child does Bix oh. you know what I mean does she run away with Cassian's yeah. child and his his child grows up and thinks of his father who mm-hmm. led the rebellion because there's well. such a they don't live you know yeah. like Rogue One is so epic but it's also yeah. sad because they were the ones who stole the Death Star plans and like mm-hmm. if he had a son who grew up knowing that was his father's legacy all that kind of stuff makes yeah. me go maybe maybe it's possible yeah. maybe Bix is is still around and mm-hmm. but we don't know we'll see in season two it seems like she's she is alive. He cares so much about her anyways. Yeah. They clearly had a relationship yeah. before Tim. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just sort of, you know, Cassian's kind of a scoundrel and yeah. <laughs> he's running around and didn't have time. He wants to yeah. move and get off the rock and, you know, go somewhere else or whatever. Cut out his own, you know, sector, place right. in the galaxy. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I love the too. finale. I thought it was great. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have thoughts, things that we missed, things that you want to talk about, Please send those in. As I said at the top of the show, uh, I was kind of just getting into you know some of our uh, <laughs> any, our corny jokes there. Uh, any but de- sorry, any any Dedril fan fictions you can send them. Oh <laughs> yeah, Dedril, Cyril, Dedril. Oh, uh, you funny. But yeah, no, seriously, they they're probably gonna hook up. They're probably gonna be together. <laughs> seriously, he might be her understudy in work for or something. Yeah. So she, he saved her life. Yep. He's going to be a big deal. Yeah, so if you have thoughts or, or theories and things like that, please send them our way. I feel like we have coming up next um, sort of the Bad Batch. So mm-hmm. at some point, you and I might even do, maybe just for extra episodes, I've been mm-hmm. thinking of a way to kind of do something extra here on the podcast, whether mm-hmm. it be the extended edition or whatever. Just some, something for you guys, because I know we're creating sort of our Apple Premium and Patreon. We're hooking that together yeah. with our Harry Potter Hangout, Shell Cottage Radio Show, and possibly another show that's coming down the line, which will allow us to cover a whole bunch of different things, yeah. which is going to be fun. So, <laughs> But yeah, all that will be sort of housed underneath one RSS feed uh, in terms of extra content and things like that. But we might be getting into maybe Bad Batch and doing a, a watch of season one, yeah. watch the whole thing and just do an episode where we talk about it, kind of get you caught up there. We have the holiday special coming up. <laughs> uh, you just never run out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's literally never-ending amounts of stuff to, you know, kind of cover here in Star Wars. So I'm excited for That's that. Awesome. But, yeah, thoughts on, on the Acolyte or Bad Batch coming up, Mandalorian Season 3, all those things. As, as news comes out, you guys feel free. Send me a message over on Star Wars Hangout 77. Uh, send us a transmission at StarWarsHangout77 at gmail.com. Uh, follow us over at Fleur and Bill. And go check out Shell Cottage Radio. We have a big uh, a guest coming on, I think, this mm-hmm. week. So, Michaela. Uh, Magic by Michaela is going to be on that show. She'll be here for Mandalorian and other stuff as well. Uh, yes. So we're really excited about all those little collaborations. And we may have some other collaborations coming in the future here on this podcast with other uh, Star Wars podcasters. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. But all right, friends. Well, hey, uh, thank you guys so much. Please like, please write that review. It super helps. I'm checking every day uh, over there for reviews. So appreciate you guys who have done that so far. It means the world to us. And it's a big help. So. All right, have a good one, and as always, may the Force be with you. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us that review, check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.